0: This is a Hot Pie original.
1: If you like stops of sabotage, check out another Hot Pie media original, The Blueprint, brought to you by the Festive Kitchen, now offering comfort food hugs. Find them at www.festivekitchen.com. I am with the amazing Anna McCoy and you are here. Thank you so much to talk about billionaire brilliance. I love the alliteration billionaire brilliance and, uh, Tell me about your brilliant self. Give me a little bit of your story.
0: Well, thanks so much, Pat. I am super excited to be here with you because, you know, I love you and I'm excited about the work that you're doing and how you help people. And so just to tell you a little bit about, I think when I think of myself, more importantly, I want people to understand that I'm an intentional human. Mm -hmm. I love very, very deeply. I'm a passionate encourager. And uh, my goal in life is just to make it better for the people that I meet. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) <laughs> wow! Yeah, and you have, yeah, and you have, and one of the things I always have loved and remembered about you is is a is a line that you use, not a mm-hmm. line. It comes from your heart. Yes, um, tell us about that.
0: That line is: "You are loved, you are appreciated, you're celebrated, and you are valued." <laughs> Wow! I mean, can't you feel it? Ooh, I just want ooh. you to feel even it's for, our, for those who are listening. Food. That's it's right. Like, just touch food. your heart right yeah, now. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> for me, I love I have been saying that line for almost 25 years mm-hmm. and I have been living that line. You know, I am a lover. I love people. I love life. I love the energy of life. And I love loving. And mm-hmm. this is what's so important to me. And it's a loving act, To me, to say to you, especially when I just meet you, you are loved, you are appreciated, you are celebrated, and you are valued. When you listen to those four words, right? I think everyone deserves to start there. Exactly. You know, you got to work really hard to get me not to love you. No, you got to work really hard for me not to appreciate you. You've got to work hard for me not to celebrate you.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what's so, so touches me about that is how many people in the world would meet somebody. Yes. And have them say that to them. I mean, do you get, you know, glances
0: of astonishment? Do you get people just melting in your arms?
1: Absolutely. What happens? I Tell get me.
0: tears. I bet. I get wonder. I get, uh, connection, like Mm. emotional connection. Mm. Um, Like yesterday is, and I was thinking of you when I did this, by the way, I walked into a little convenience store and there was a a man sitting on the ground who appeared to be homeless. Um, And in that space, I saw him. We didn't connect in eye contact because he had his head down looking at his phone. But I walked into the store and I purposed in my heart in that moment, right, that when I come out, I didn't even realize I was going to get something to give him. Right. And when I walked out. I, I know well, I noticed I had some cash, which I hardly ever carry. And when I walked out of the place, he looked up at me and he caught eye contact. And I didn't even think about it twice. I kept the money in my hand and I gave him the money and I just nodded at him because he was, again, he was doing something else. He didn't ask me for it. I just reached out to give it to him. And then I felt this energy. So I looked back as I passed and I was getting into my car and he was looking at me with like just this, this excitement because he, he counted what I'd given him. Right. And he just touched his heart and he just like, you know, and I screamed out, you deserve it. <laughs> and I was thinking of you. Yes. To lift up his deserved level. That's right. You know what I mean? That, right. that regardless of your condition and where you are, you deserve love. You deserve care. You deserve this connection with humanity. Exactly. And so that's my passion. love. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I, know, I feel girl. better already. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just it's so just, good. Get
1: the old hit off Anna. Here. I know. It's like, like wow. <laughs> well, it is. And, and, What's so extraordinary about that is uh, from, from my perspective is, is that we say that, mm-hmm. but we usually don't say that. Unless we are very intimate with someone. Yes. So to broaden that. Yes. To broaden that appreciation, to yes. broaden that love to mm-hmm. humanity in mm-hmm. general. Yes. I think it's very unique. Yes. A very unique experience. Mm-hmm. And tell me how you came to that, you know, all yeah. these many years ago.
0: So 25 years ago, I met a gentleman who became my mentor, spiritual father, muse, connection. Like I knew deeply That this man was going to change my life just just at the mention of his name. And I began to weep when I had this opportunity to come into a training that he was doing. And I was on his on my way to that training. And I sat there um, even before walking into the place when I was met in the parking lot, his team met us and said, you are loved and appreciated. Mm. And something in my heart was like, Whoa that is so incredible. <laughs> so being the 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 person that I am, when I experience something, immediately I want to give it to someone else. Now this is my very first time there. There were other people coming, they were nervous and different things and I noticed that the team hadn't gotten to them and immediately I said to them, "You're loved, and appreciated, and you're exactly where you're supposed to be." Oh. And I saw how that that impacted them. By the time I got from the parking lot to the location where we were going, I had probably told that to 20 or 30 people. <laughs> no. And they they thought I was a member of the team. Well, yeah. Of course. Well, at the end of the day, I did become a member of that team. And since then, I've said it to I can probably millions of times and I don't even know it uh, because it's uh, a part of my DNA. It's a part of my being. It's a part of my truth.
1: Yes. Yes. And and you and you share that so well. And the wonderful thing that and because you've said it so many times. Yes. The wonderful thing I experienced with you is that you're truly in it every time you say it. Yes. It isn't pat. Yes. Has not become a routine? Absolutely. You You know, you're you're in the moment. It's intentional and you're giving it out. Yes.
0: Well, you got to think about this. Absolutely. I, I did an event in 1990. 1997 in Nashville, Tennessee, there were 100 and around 60 people in that event. And something came to me and it was with this mentor. It was him launching one of his programs in that city. And I was responsible for greeting people. I purposed in my heart. I didn't know what the impact was going to be, but I purposed in my heart. No one, Will enter this door until they have heard that statement. Now, what I recognize, and I had no idea this would happen, and I would hug them and tell them that. And as soon as we started that event, everyone, every single person, 160 people had hugged me and had heard me say that statement to them and completely changed the energy of what they had agreed to of do. And so when I think about that experience, I knew the power because these people were driving up. They might have had an argument with a spouse. They may have lost a loved one. They were dealing with the challenges of life. And I felt that that statement alone was like hitting the reset button, was like giving them just a hug, was like like bringing them into a whole nother world of possibility. And Uh so it just continued with me and it ingrained so deeply in my heart that it's just a part of the fabric of who I am. hitting
1: the reset button. Yeah. Taking us back to
0: where where we should be. Absolutely. Which isn't that love and appreciation. (laughs) I love that. Love is our strength. Love is our joy.
1: It's, well, it's, it's, yes, exactly. And it gets lost in the humdrum of, of living sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we have to, we have to come back to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hard word to talk about, I think, yes. psychologically, because mm-hmm. I think everyone has their take on love. Yes, and there's so many different forms. Yes. there's the love we have as friends. Yes, there's a, the intimacy of, uh, of love mm-hmm. with a, a someone you know that mm-hmm. you're you're connected to uh, mm-hmm. sexually and and uh, emotionally. There's a love that you have of. of of TV commercials. I yes. see some of these commercials and I yes. just fall in love. Yes. As, as so many forms of mm-hmm. this feeling state, yes. we call love. Yes. And, um, you know, to try to, to really make that real mm-hmm. to all of us in our daily world, I think yeah. is, is a difficult task. I do. Well,
0: this is how, for me, I love is willing That's what it is for me. It's like it's willing. willing. See, because we're people who have free will. Right. Which means we guard that free will. Mm -hmm. We want to be in control of our lives. We want to be able to be decisive about what comes to us, what we put out in the world. And I in my in my heart, because I have that power, I always have that power of choice. Right. And so love to me is being willing. It is being willing to do the loving thing. It's being willing to overcome the resistance because I've experienced in my own life is that your body and your mind and your spirit, it wants to rejoice with people. It wants to be happy for someone. It wants to celebrate people. But then all of a sudden something rises up in you. And I believe it's the free will. I believe it's your power of choice. We call it our ego. We call it other things that rise up and say, don't do that right now. That's not appropriate. That's not, uh, you're, you're gonna, you'll be, yes. Yeah,
1: you're, you're, you're stepping over a line.
0: And think about it in the different (laughs) industries. When we talk about business, entrepreneurship and showing up as the creator or co-creator in the world, all of those things that are sensitive to who we are over the, generations up until I think this time of awakening and what we're experiencing with this generation, this younger generation who is saying, I'm not going for it. I'm going to live my life out of what I'm feeling, not about what I'm doing. I'm going to let my, I'm going to feel my way into something. I'm going to feel my way into an opportunity. I'm going to feel my way into love. And so for me, I feel like that this is opportunity for people. To just rise up in willingness to overcome all of the stuff that well, we've learned.
1: Well, and, you know, and true to what we're talking about on this program many times, um, rise up over your own self-sabotage yes. and your own fear. Yes. Which is what self-sabotage is. It's well, I, fear I, and loved, and
0: resistance. I love how you, you know, how you have taught me in all sincerity how to own, like, own who you are. And don't give up who you are to rescue other people, Mm -hmm. to be accepted, to be admired in some cases, to be thought well of, to be considered. And I was like, whoa, when I heard you that first time on and this was my first time meeting you, by the way. Yeah. Talked Uh, about the drama. uh, And I just, yes, and I just screamed, oh. This is for me. I'm free. I'm like, this is so freaking awesome. I'm not going to be a rescuer anymore. And neither am I going to be a victim in these things. And I think that for those who are listening, I would encourage you to go back to those episodes where you're talking about that drama triangle, where you're talking about. I heard one of your recent ones and we're talking about that today is passion. You did such an excellent job on that podcast. So people go back and listen. Yeah. Thank you for the for the sponsorship. Oh, you're welcome. But, I, you know, I love you. So it's okay. it's true. I know it's that. authentic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we did do one on the drama triangle. And I do think mm-hmm. for women particularly, mm-hmm. that is such an important yeah. thing to, to understand, because we give our so in, in our wanting to love and mm-hmm. our wanting to be willing to help. We overgive mm-hmm. and we end up feeling like a victim. Yes. We won't go through it all. Yeah. We did it in past episode. Yeah. But um, uh, it's, it's for me, it's one of those um, truths. Yes. That once we get it, yes, then we don't have to love um, knee jerk. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be obligatory. Absolutely. Which is what rescuing is. Yes. You feel obligated. Yes. It is not free will. Yes. You may not want to do it at all. Absolutely. You may just feel guilt-written and have to do it, you know? And we, there's a
0: difference. Yes. But you talk about these promises we make to each to ourselves, which are really based on it, it's it's based on unfounded truth. Unfounded, meaning it's not true for you it might have been true for others but it really isn't true for you mm-hmm. and there's no support to it but you allow yourself to to be obligated to fulfill it and so it's yeah. been it's been awesome for me and it literally in in all sincerity it literally changed my life and it helped me to i keep hearing this word reclaim yes. my life to reclaim my privacy to reclaim what was really important to me and what mattered. And this is the thing that when I went back home after that experience with you, i reclaimed everything. And what I reclaimed that I think was the most important is I reclaimed the fact that I answered the question, do you love yourself enough to do this? And that's a part of that deserve level, right? Mm -hmm. I lifted, I turned that dial up so high. I said, I love myself more than this. Right. I love myself more than trying to do something for someone who doesn't really even appreciate that. I want more for them than they want for themselves. Exactly. So I turn that little down down of giving and trying Overgiving. to serve and yeah. try to help and save people to raising the dial that I deserve to live peacefully. I deserve to maintain the environment that's important to me. And in my case, I had a lot of young, my young nieces and nephews who lived with me and were doing their own thing. And because I loved them so much, I felt obligated yeah. to care for them, to allow them to live as adults in my in my home. But after our time together, I stopped self sabotaging and got rid of all those rascals. <laughs> but you know, and here's the paradox
1: of that: not only did you probably start loving them more, yes, but you help you freed them, yes, because. If you're in that kind of stuck place Mm -hmm. with you giving them taking, Mm -hmm. then you're infantilizing them. You're seeing them as younger and more incapacitated than they really are. Yes. It's not bringing them up. It's keeping them stuck Um, with every good intention. Yes. That's the paradox of it. Yeah. So Mm, you talk about billionaire brilliance. Yes. And and before we say that, just a second, um, I want you to talk a little bit about your background in business because yes. you're, you you have a wonderful spiritual quality, mm-hmm. but you have also been a kick business person, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah.
0: tell us about that a little bit. Well, thank you so much for asking. Um, in business, I've been in business for over 30 years, and which is really a unique experience as an entrepreneur and having not to have worked for someone else other than really pushing towards the dreams and the visions that I felt were in my heart. I was fortunate to get married about 20 years ago and do business with my partner <coughs> at that time. And we created a company called Urban America, which 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 is still in existence today, um, where we do master plan development and those type of things. I don't have to do that full time. So it's not my my first choice of of, of work. It's a a legacy opportunity to still do business with my former uh, husband. And through that process, we were able to make the connection in low and moderate income communities. And it worked for me because I'm so compassionate. I want to serve people. I want to teach people. We taught over 27,000 African-Americans on financial empowerment when we had no social media. We, um, we've we created over 20,000 jobs through the work that we've done. We've invested over $800 million or a couple of billion dollars, but raised over $800 million to do the work that we're doing. We're currently now uh, continuing to build in cities, to master plan in these communities. We're also, in the land acquisition built business as well, where we we purchase land and we entitle that land and then we sell it to other developers so that part of the what what we call that serial entrepreneur is still there, but I have so many other interests, and that is in making humanity better and that's always been the stream that's flowed under the underneath the work. the work has given me the ability to uh, do the work for women around the world I yes. spent over 10 years, just working with women. i personally coached over 800 women globally. I have um, worked and supported other women who are doing amazing things. I started a movement called One Woman Movement, which focused on one woman with a motive in our heart who would impact multitudes. And so our mutual friend, Ingrid Vanderveld, that was one of the ways that we connected out of the heart that I had for seeing that woman who saw Making the possible, making the impossible possible for empowering a billion women made that connection Mm -hmm. even before I ever met her. I said, this is a woman I need to know. And then we we had an opportunity to do life together, to do the work together. And I was able to travel around the world to Share that message that we both had in common. Yes, and so I've continued that work, and I will continue to do work. Yes, uh, working with young people, the yeah. next generation, and passing on some yeah. of these legacy yeah. principles and ideas and goodness. I think like just just do good in the world. Just
1: do do good. Do Be well. Kind.
0: Do you? Do you
1: know, good, do well by doing good. Yes. Yeah. All and right. So, so you have a brand called Billionaire Brilliance. Yes. Tell me about that.
0: <laughs> I. Love I love billionaire brilliance, and I think it's it's what I call an aspirational, intelligent brand, Hmm. right? Most of us are people who aspire. When we hear the word billion, billion, we all know what it means. What it means is abundance. It might mean boldness. It might mean an impossibility for someone. But when we hear it, we know that there's something about it that says something about work effort, opportunity, uh, access. And so, yes. yes. And so to be a billionaire, there are about 20, either 2,200 or 2,600 billionaires globally. And so I begin to ask the question, how many people have actually met a billionaire? And as I begin to go through my own contacts and being in presence with people, I realized that I had met five billionaires which was really quite interesting. Quite right. Interesting, Yes. So we, here in America, uh, I met Oprah. I met, yeah. um, Warren Buffett. I met, um, Bill Gates. I mean, these are, these are some of the people that we know. Yeah. And then a couple of billionaires in other countries. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, you know, this is such a privilege To be in the presence of people who think in a way, like just to be in the same room. Now we can read, we can listen, we can hear these people, but to be actually in the room with them is a different experience. And uh, so I thought, well, what we should start to do is let's think about how does a billionaire think? We think we're so different, but here's what's so remarkable. If they are self-made, they start at the same place we start. Of course. We pull on one pair of pants, just like <laughs> they do, one leg at a time. You know, if they started and they're self-made and it's not an inherited wealth. Yes. Right. And the, at least the three people I talked about are all pretty much self-made people. Sure. sure um, and when we think about it, and I had this opportunity to meet this gentleman in um, in South Africa who, Graham Power is his name, and his presence, I spent four days with this man. His presence was just so humble. And these are the things they teach us. Mm -hmm. It's not about what we acquired. It's about, and, and in these cases, you will hear them all, maybe some more than others, but you hear the connection that they have, not only to themselves and to their work and what matters, And if we begin to focus on that as a way, as a mindset, a billionaire brilliance mindset, when you think about that word brilliance, it's all about intelligence. It's about uh, access. It's about genius. It's about pulling this brilliance From within creativity. Yes. Innovation. Yeah. I mean, it's like, come on, people, (laughs) we are the brilliant ones. And so it just ignites my heart to to reset or to reframe the way a person thinks about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so we learn a few things from the way billionaires, you know, the way they live, the way they talk, what they do, their habits, their morning motivations and different things. But I can tell you within myself, within my personal being, my passionate desire for life, it's like joy, love, and passion. I can't live without them. And I knew that in moments I had lost passion. To kill passion is like killing. For me, it's like killing God within me because there's just so much light attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to to find that space and allow that to to fuel their lives. Yes, and yes. to be able not only in feeling but in intelligence to be able to Activate identify yeah. when I'm unloving. Identify when I've lost my joy, when I allow other people to steal the joy, because when they steal joy, they steal creativity. They steal uh, your your imagination. They steal your possibilities or you give them away because well, of the obligations, no, right?
1: I, yeah, well, the truth is nobody yeah. can steal them from you.
0: Exactly. You are a co-conspirator. Well, you are giving it to them. So that's why we self-sabotage people. <laughs> when we, well, So here it is, is that together you and you and I are framing or reframing for people because many of us do give these things away because we don't possess oftentimes the tools. Exactly. Right, just a tool. What you gave me with that drama triangle was a tool of understanding to see why this chaos was happening in my life. And then you gave me a tool to stop it and reverse it. Exactly. And so that's what I think that when we bring people into this, mindset of billionaire brilliance, it is the abundance of opportunity to change the way you live, yes. to exercise the brilliance and take control of your own life and activate but what you're your saying, consciousness in that yeah, space. Well, what
1: you're saying is so interesting too, because it's not only and uh, that you inspire them mm-hmm. to do this which many people do, and you do, amazingly, uh, it's that you have to instruct them how not to do the other. Yes. So it's not yes. just go for brilliance, yes. but learn the boundaries so that you don't give it away. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. there is a, a co-mingling uh, here yes. between the aspirational and and then the, just the, the, the purely, intelligence
0: of it all, the, right? Yeah. The,
1: the, the basic training, mm-hmm. which none of us got, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. mean, I can't tell you how many times I have ranted about why in the world in high schools, do they not, not teach you, you, know, basic psychology? Mm-hmm. I mean, this mm-hmm. is communication skills, you know, why in the world aren't we giving these people what they need? They truly need. I mean, I hate to say it, but I've never used algebra. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, and I mean, <laughs> I saw on an app that I just was so taken by that there's this app uh, now that, of course, kids, young kids get their little um, get their little uh, bank account and, mm. and say, oh, yes, and, yes, yes. And they, but they made it fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't trained in mm-hmm. how to do a mm-hmm. bank account or mm-hmm. any of that. You know, I mean, I
0: just well, I there's some smart people out there, you know, who are thinking about the future yeah. of banking. And it's yes. not walking in. So they better get these young people. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And get exactly. them trained oh, yeah. to doing well, business. As
1: you're out there making yes. the world better, mm-hmm. I want you to, to, to listen here and tell folks that we need to get into our schools yes. a, a, an application of communication okay. for these kids. They need to be trained. They need to know the rescue triangle yes.
0: before they get to our age. Oh, absolutely. You know? Well, that's where you're going to come in handy to me. So well, for I'm, those who I'm are there. listening, people, we do need a new way of training and educating our young people. Well, and we do. And you they, and I, they, you we know, can be a part of that. Well, we oh, will. absolutely.
1: And they want it. And they, they look around. And they say, hey, you're not working. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, it's so interesting. My little niece is just about to turn four and her ability to communicate in her, her feelings and empathy. She, I was with my mom and she, she was like, um, you need to, she came and got me. She says, you need to go and help mommy and papa. They need your help. Now they didn't ask for me, but what she was doing is she was listening to them and they were trying to move my mother who is paralyzed and was trying to do something. And because she's seen it before and again and again, I was an available adult. So she just walked over to me and she put her, can you go up? Let me help you out of that chair cause I was in a massage chair. So you can go and help them. So when I walked into the room, they were looking at me like, well, how do you know we need help? I said, like, she came and got yeah. me. Why? She's paying attention. And so yeah, well, they, they've they, got some antennas that we, are. we aren't aware of. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: So, um, how can an individual sabotage their billionaire brilliance? What do you see?
0: Well, I think when we think about, uh, at its core level, Three things. Right. And that's and I'm going to keep coming back to it because I think I'm a part of that that generation that's saying that sensitive is the new strength. Sensitive being empathetic is the power. And we can see our young people. They're showing us this. They're showing us that we can do a whole lot more. What is it? You can do a lot more with, with sugar than you can with salt or whatever the case may be. With that being said, three things, love, joy and passion. Right. Love is willing. Joy is strength. Joy is this this when we think of it in terms of uh, the physical body. Okay, the physical body is held together in its molecular makeup, in its muscular makeup with something called laminin, And it's something that the body produces to make sure that everything just works together. And it's like a like a little connected layer. When the laminin starts to lack production in the body, what actually happens is muscular dystrophy. There begins to be a shrinking of sort and the pulling and you start to see the the limbs start to react to that. Mm -hmm. And so joy is kind of like that. When we allow that joy not to be productive in us, right, not to be our strength, if you look at it just in a physical, spiritual way for yourself, you start to shrink. You start to shrink. And you know when you're shrinking around someone. That's why we have to have joy, because joy is the power that holds you together for you to show up in the world as the powerful person that you are. Then that third part, when I think about passion, I know we talk about passion in a way, whether it's loving someone, whether it is uh doing something. But the way passion comes to me, passion is a fierce commitment to passion. Pass it on. It's like whatever that thing is inside of you that you are to create, that you are to innovate, that you are to invent. It's like that fierce commitment. It's the, the thing that stirs you up to say to you, this has so much value that I'm going to pass it on. I gotta and show it's this and passion. It. Now, think about that in the way of how we love people, how we physically are in love, how we are passionate about the person we make love to. We're really just trying to pass on a part of ourselves that we think matters. We're, we're Whether it's a touch, whether it's a kiss, it just doesn't matter. Something in us say, I got to give this to you. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? And so even when it comes to your ability for that dream, for that idea, for that business, for that service, for your, you, whatever you think you are, passion is the thing that makes you deliver it to the world That's right. to pass it on That's so right. that you can leave a little bit of yourself That's right. and let the world know that you've been here.
1: Wow. I know you've been here. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel cleansed. Oh my gosh. I, feel, I feel like I had a spiritual house clean Maybe. right here. Um, and you uh, were mentioning I, I did a program on uh, passion, yes, passion for Life. and I and loved it. I well, I, I'm sure because the the two ways I was trying to uh, to delve into it was that there's the joie de vivre the uh, joie, joie de vivre, which is, is the self-esteem passion, the love passion, yes. the, the giving it, yes. being willing to love, and, yes. and all that flow to other humans. Yes. And then there's the focus passion, yes. which is different, yes. and focus maybe on your work, or on yes. creativity, or on sharing your message. Mm-hmm. Um, they, of course, can unite, mm-hmm. which is a, a real you know volcano, but they they also can be two very
0: separate paths. Oh, absolutely. But But think about them. Think about this. Here's the idea. You said, what can self sabotage your billionaire brilliance? Yeah. So, starting with these three things, what sabotages them is when we think of passion, when you don't feel that, when you can't experience that, when you allow people in your world to impact your passion. So, it's like to kill passion. Every what what's left, whether it's focused, whether it's energy, whether it's love, whether it's love making, whatever the case may be, when people kill the passion, you don't have the opportunity to transfer to other things, right. to other people, right. environments, atmospheres that can make a difference for you. Well, I know that very, very
1: well. Well, and, and which is one of the, the points. And that is that you have to we we all um need to be conscious enough mm-hmm. of where we are passionate yes. and what gets in our way. Yes. So the real, the question I would have in this is what is your passion? Mm-hmm. You know, Where are you generating mm-hmm. it? Are you allowing it? Mm-hmm. Another way of saying, are you willing to, to receive it and give mm-hmm. it? And can you release yourself from the, the, you know, the, Whatever it is out there mm-hmm. that is helping you kill it. Mm-hmm. Not that it is killing mm-hmm. you. Yes. You were participating. Yes. You know, if that's a relationship, if mm-hmm. that's a bad job, mm-hmm. if that's a bad um, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. it could be, financial arrangement. But are you
0: willing to release yourself? See, I, that's a tough yeah. but I love people think that they yes. have to stay. However, I, I love what you've just shared. And I would also add to that by saying the passion I'm speaking of is being. It's not what, what I do. It's right. like how mm. I show up in the world. It's like becoming so familiar with what it is. There's no mistake of knowing when it isn't present. That's what I mean by I know that all well. When I say when you go through these, transitions in life when you go through loss when you go through suffering right when you become familiar with this passion this this commitment within you it's like you just show up with this and this is what i want people to to deserve you deserve to show up in life with the people that you care about with the strangers you meet with this passion with this this thing about you we like to say about people in the world they have it. Mm -hmm. What that says to me is if I say they have it, then I'm lacking something. Right. And I'm saying to those that are listening, we all have it. We all have it. We must become more familiar with it. Embrace it. And not look for it, not be passionate about something, not be passionate about creating something, Mm -hmm. but showing up in the world. It's like, Man, I don't even know. It's just all it's in me and it and I can tell you this. This is a rebirthing for me in many ways. Going through a divorce, coming through and, and it took five years for me to find her again, Yeah, right? To, to touch that, <clears throat> that place, to show up and not be about doing something, not mm-hmm. be excited about something, but living with this passion. So I'm telling you, since I had that moment of discovery, we always have, and the way the brain works, the brain has to put, put bookends on things. It starts with beginnings. It starts with ends right? We got to bookend this thing. We're done with this, right? So in that moment when I felt like I was done, I wept. Oh my God, I wept. I just cried. Like this is over. Like this is a new, a true new beginning. And from that moment onward, every place I show up in the world, I don't care. You're going to feel this passion. (laughs) You're going to feel this love. You're going to Feel this joy, and I can tell you, Pat. I even when even when I came to your house, right? I was like, I, I got this thing. You know what I'm saying? When I came to love, and then just support, and every place in those, you know, I, I've been. You, I was transforming environments, just sending you love songs. Because what? Showing up, what passion, <laughs> and considering people, loving people, being a part of that. Not what we do; it's who we are. Who we are. All right. It'll change our world. Yeah,
1: as it has yours. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all I got to say. Anna McCoy. Yes. Thank you for you in life. Yes. I love and honor you thank and you, appreciate you. Thank and you thank, thank you, so much. you for being part of this. Yes. I hope this touches millions of people. Yeah. And uh, you already have. We yes. will continue in yes. our friendship to do that. Yes. And thank you
0: for being here today. Thank you for having me. You bet.